It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right. It's a great Wednesday afternoon. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Rick Fires here with me here in the studio. And we got Leland Barclay on down in the River Valley. Ricky got a little nip in the air today. Going to be a little cool this this uh, this weekend, this Friday night. It's football time. You know, I, as you know, I grew up in uh, western Michigan. And, man, I love this time of year. And Arkansas is kind of similar. Uh, Leland, I know you're a 98-degree gnats and flies <laughs> and everything. Tell me, please don't tell me you don't appreciate the fall foliage, the beautiful weather, the crisp weather, the yellows, the greens, the oranges. Please don't tell me you don't appreciate that. Oh, I do. I mean, I was a October baby and used to on my birthdays every year, there was a World Series game being played. And of course, you know, that's called the fall classic. Yes. So there are certainly a lot of things to like about fall. Yes. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Thank and, you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, this weekend, we're going to have we're gonna have a little rain coming in, I think, this evening, Ricky, but it's supposed to move out. But it'll be nice and cool this weekend, I think, in the mid 50s. And uh, boy, it'd be, it's going to be ideal weather for the first round of the playoffs. You know, is that what we call the third seed? You got to your non-conference, then you got your conference, then you got the playoffs, right? So, man, it's coming to a crescendo. Love this time of year. Um, you lose, you cruise. I mean, let's go, team. Whether you're a five and five team, a two and eight, uh, 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 ten and old team, let's go. You can call it the third season if you want, Ricky. I call it the only season. Oh, wow. It's nice. the only season that matters. Nice. It's, it's the only season that matters. It doesn't matter what your record is now. On Friday night, everybody starts clean in that road to the rock. They've lifted up the toll gate. And let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Who, Let's, who we got first? Who we going to talk about first? So, Leland, we'll start with your uh, game. We'll recap your game a little bit last week. Your game of the week was uh, was Greenwood hosting Lake Hamilton. And, man, it wasn't much of a game that, you know, the Greenwood <laughs> offense gets wow. all the notoriety, and rightfully so. But their defense, they absolutely laid the smack down Friday night in a 35-0 shutout. And it was every bit as dominant as what the scoreboard said. Man. It was, wow. It was 35 to nothing, and it was uh, – it could have been worse than that. Uh, they preserved the shutout with a late interception by Evan Williams. Uh, they allowed 79 yards in the first half. Greenwood scored two touchdowns in the first quarter, two more in the second quarter. They scored the fifth touchdown in the third quarter to invoke the mercy rule, and it was uh, it was a very, very dominating performance. And uh, like I said in my story, I, I think it sent a message to the yep. rest of Class 6A Yep. Don't count Greenwood out just yet. Well, Leland, you know, Leland, I mean, Leland, uh, Greenwood has had injury issues all year yes. long. Uh, they, they've been banged up. I think, Leland, did you say they played their number three or number four quarterback in one game, right? They did start their number uh, three guy. Uh, I mean, they've started three different quarterbacks yeah. this season. Uh, when they lost to Parkview in the conference opener, they had, uh, I think, four defensive starters out. Yeah, it, they had just lost their quarterback. Uh, so, And they're still not completely healthy, but they are as healthy as they've been since the first two games of the season when they averaged over 700 yards per game right. in those first two games. Right. So it uh, looks like Greenwood is, is uh, uh, going to be a factor again. I saw this week in the Hooton's rankings they're ranked number two. Um, in Class 6A behind the 6A West champion Benton. Wouldn't be a surprise, Leland, to see those two teams play again in War Memorial Stadium. Would not be a surprise. 
No, it would not, because if you look at the bracket, uh, you know, it's 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 favorable to Greenwood. Of course, they're the second seed, so that's that, of course, helps. Plus, they get another week off to, you know, cure a few more uh, injury bugs. But it's very possible that Parkview goes on the road to play Jones to beat Jonesboro. Yes. Which would then put Greenwood back home in the semifinals That's instead correct. of facing a road trip. That is correct. That is correct. Would not be a surprise at all. Um, and if you do not think Greenwood will be a factor in these playoffs, you have been hibernating for way too long. Or like Ricky, you've been nipping in that fireball or whatever it is, uh, what, fighting, cock, fighting cock whiskey a little fighting too much. Cock. Matter of <laughs> fact, he mentioned Evan Williams a while ago. I think I've had some of his daddy's uh, drinks back in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but, uh, but Leland, I think it was in your story, and um, you know, I was doing my picks, and I said, man, who, who do I go, uh, uh, Lake Hamilton and Greenwood? And then I saw a quote from Chris Young. He said, our kids love games like this. Yes. Uh oh. There you that's go. All <laughs> that's all I need. That's all I need. I got right Greenwood. There. there you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. Well, let's jump up to seven A, uh, Leland. I saw a really good game. Well, not a good game, but I saw Rogers make a look kind of a little. I mean, sort of history. I mean, two thousand six and really historical. But Rogers uh, got the you know a big mercy rule win against Rogers Heritage. Nailed down a home playoff game for this week, in which they're favored, by the way. Uh, but I did not realize this until Chad Harbison told me this after the game. This is the first time that a playoff game will have been played in Whitey Smith Stadium. I forgot, Ricky. I, you know, I'm old. I forget things from time to time. You don't know what that's like, do you? Yeah, I'm kind of ignorant, so I forget <laughs> things a lot. I you know, forgot that Rogers High School played their games at that stadium, which is now Rogers Heritage. Yeah. You know, and before they had the stadium at the built at the new high school. So the last playoff game in Rogers at home in 2006, the year they made the run to the state championship game, was played in that stadium. So they've never played a playoff game in this new stadium, in the Whitey Smith Stadium. So this will be a historical moment for Rogers on Friday night. You know what? And they've had a really good year. Yes, and they I, have. The, the only time I, I saw them get whipped <clears throat> at, uh, at Fayetteville, you know, Rogers yeah. uh, turned the ball over, and then they was leading Bentonville and they lost that game. But other than that, uh, they have really, you know, last couple of years, they have really turned it around. I've, I, I said it before, I heard years ago, Rogers is the place where coaching careers go to die, but not anymore. Uh, Chad Harbertson, he was a big factor last year as an offensive coordinator. He's got them sitting right there. Little Rock's, uh, who, who they got? Catholic, Little Rock Catholic. Yep. Uh, I think they're one of them teams with a horrible record, two and eight or something. But you can't look past anybody. Like you say, clean slate. They got to take care of business there, and then let's see what happens. But but good job by Chad Harbinson and uh, these Rogers Bounties this year. I tell you what, Rick, I was very very impressed. And I realized Rogers Heritage was the opponent, and and boy, you talk about a program that's just really, it's just a, it's. Uh, they've just I don't know I don't I don't even really have a, a word to describe it, and as as to how. Much they're struggling over there. Uh, one conference win since 2014. Um, just you know, just having a hard go of it. So it's hard to really get a good gauge uh, about a team when they play Heritage. Okay, you you, uh, you could you can not be good in a lot of areas, but look good on that night. So it's not yeah. really a good way to yeah. get a gauge. But I tell you what, when uh, when when Joshua Shepard gets his hands on the ball, uh, this is a kid. This is one of those kids that you that that can take it to the house on you at any time. Um, and he, I tell you what, but what I was impressed with him was Heritage did tackle him hard a few times, and he also delivered licks. Uh, he didn't one the first guy to hit him normally did not bring him down. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. 
you know, he's listed as running back, and uh, you know I've seen him run the ball, but they use him a lot in the they passing do. game. Well, why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they? Yeah. I'm not going to say he's you know Isaiah Satanga, but, man, once he gets that ball 10 yards down the field and catch it, he can go. 70 yards. And, and Rick, you're going to love this. Uh, the Seldom Ridge kid on the outside, Cade yes. Seldom Ridge, who was a big time player for their, on their state champion baseball team, along with Noah Goodshield, their quarterback. But Seldom Ridge, Rick, reminds me of that kid that Fayetteville had uh, a couple of years ago, uh, the coach's son. Uh, can't, I've gone blank on his name. Um, his, his dad was a, was a coach at Rogers uh, for a little bit. Um, anyway, he's on the, was on the Fayetteville staff, a you know, receiver. Um, Rick, I thought you'd pick up on oh, that, give that me his name, uh, but now now I've gone blank uh, on it. Uh, two brothers, they had two brothers. Yeah, uh, but anyway, he uh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Seldom Ridge is always open. Um, he mm-hmm. is one of those kids that, that's smart. He finds the seams in the defense. Good Shield does a good job of keeping plays alive with his feet, um, and he's he's kind of got. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but he's got a strong arm. He's a shortstop on the baseball team, so yeah. obviously got a strong arm, and so he's able to flick that ball out to Seldom Ridge and who, who can tar- kind of turn nothing into something, you know. And so, uh, you know, they're, t- they're going to be a tough out. Uh, you know, I know – They got some big – they got some height. They got some uh, offensive, defensive they do. line. They got some big old boys. They really do. And I, and, and I was very impressed with Rodgers. And, and uh, um, you know, like I said, they'll be hosting Ca- uh, Little Rock Catholic uh, on Friday night, first home playoff game at Whitey Smith Stadium since they opened it up. Also staying in the 7A, you got Harbor – um, which has had a pretty down season. Uh, you know, expectations can't I think were a little anybody. higher. They can't. You know, the defense has struggled. Uh, they struggled again last week against Fayetteville, which is you know, everybody struggles against Fayetteville because yeah. they are very good. But then Harbor goes on the road to Cabot. Not a good draw for Harbor in the first round. Uh, Cabot's a good team, um, and so they have that one going on. But let's talk about Ricky. The game that I think you know is the play the game of the week in the seven A playoffs is going to be Northside at Bentonville West. Now, West came into their game with Bentonville last week. Uh, again, they've not ever beaten Bentonville since the school split, um, and they didn't this this time either. <laughs> you know, they're still a young team. Even though, you know, your sophomores are getting to play a lot, they're getting their heads kind of banged in. You know, maybe they can turn around, they get older. But, man, that's a tough draw for Bentonville West. The north side, you know, they got them two running backs. They yeah. got a great uh, athletic quarterback. Uh, that's going to be hard. For West, but you know, uh, let's see. Let's play it and let's, let's see roll how it, it goes. out there. Let's roll it out there. So that should be a good game. Um, and then Fort Smith Southside, uh, they get the Talk uh, about a tough draw. <laughs> they, they get they get the uh, the uh, unenviable task uh, of going to North Little Rock. Uh, but I tell you what, give Southside props. What a heck of a game! Maybe the game of the year, uh, Leland in the in the all of Class Seven A was the game with uh, Southside and uh, in Springdale last week. What a fun and entertaining game that was. 52-51 Southside uh, rallying back to win that one. That was uh, that was, must have been a lot of fun to, to be there for that one, Leland. Well, I, I sent Ethan a message on uh, on Twitter that, you know, he may have had the, uh, you know, the game of the week. Yeah, yeah. Friday night. How fun. Um, and, of course, you know, Southside scored six straight possessions in the second half. Uh, took a 52-45 lead and actually allowed Springdale to score with 143 left so that they would be able to get the ball back. And, you know, we've, we've seen that a few wow. times yep. through the years. That, that Rick Jones uh, did that uh, once. 2004 in the state championship game against Wynn. Yep. Wynn had the ball with um, – well, they were driving, and uh, they were up by one, and it was obvious that they were going to run out the clock. Yeah. 
and Greenwood let them score with 44 seconds left. And then they take six plays. They go down and score with seven seconds left, uh, and they're down by two because Wynn scored the touchdown, kicked the extra point, went up by eight. Yep. And then uh, Daniel Stegall's pass to Lucas Miller in the back of the end zone was just, you know, it was a little bit high. And Wynn won the state championship by two points. So yep. we've seen it a few times. Uh, and Friday night, just like, you know, Coach Dameron said, um, you know, if, if Springdale, of course, they let them score. If they kick the extra point to tie the game, then they got time to go down and score. Even if they make the two-point conversion and go up by a point, they still have time to go down and score, and then all they have to do is kick a field goal to win it. Yep. So it was a no-win or no-lose situation, really, for Southside. Well, they, that what a great game that was. And, and a lot at stake. If you lost, that was for, like, the last playoff yeah, spot, right? Six, yeah, for the number six spot. Um, so anyway, their and their reward is they get to go to North Little Rock this week. But you know what? They get an extra week of practice. That's always good. It's kind of like a bowl game. Mm-hmm. They get an extra week of practice and, and just and the experience of uh, being in playoffs exactly, and traveling. Exactly. Um, well, and like he said, these seniors were able to earn their way yes. into a playoff first because yes. you know last year everybody got to go. Right. Kind of watered down a little bit. Earn, yep. Yeah. So this year they got to earn their way in. And you talk about all those playoff games, you know. And I think it's safe to say that Rogers has kind of been the surprise of the conference this year. Yep. Um, we all knew Seldom Ridge was as good as advertised. Yes. We didn't know how good Joshua Shepard was going to be, I don't think. And, of course, anytime you move a receiver to quarterback, there's some question marks there. And I think those guys have just far ex- exceeded any expectations. They have. They have. And Harbison, uh, Harbison's a good coach, uh, Leland. He, he's a absolutely. good coach. Yeah. Yep. And Leland, they well, lost Francisco. The quarterback, uh, who I guess a walk-on somewhere um, at Rice. He's at Rice, yeah. Yeah, I mean he was outstanding. I said, well, there, oh, there's Rogers. Yeah. There yep. they go. They're not. They're gonna drop down. And here comes this kid has a great senior uh, year at quarterback. Yeah. Well. That, well, that, and then and then um, you know you look at Harbor and Cabot, and and I disagree uh, with you, Chip. I think as far as draws are concerned, this is about as good as it can get for Harbor, who finished fourth in the conference. Yeah. I mean, who finished fifth in the conference. I think this is about as good. I think they match up pretty well with Cabot. We'll see. We will uh, see. So, that, so that's an intriguing one. The Northside-Bentonville-West game, I think it's a toss-up. Yeah. I, I, um, it'll be it, – it's West to play tough at home, uh, but I think Northside's run game is it's just going to be hard to contain. It's, it's, it's very good, and I think they – you know, uh, Coach Fuller said that that was such – a tough three-game stretch yeah. against Conway and North Little Rock and Cabot. Yep. And then the way it started with that tough loss to Conway in the last few seconds, um, it was just tough to bounce back from that. And he said it was tough for the players to bounce back from that and also the coaches to yeah. bounce back from yeah. that. They're, they've had- uh, but, now, but then Friday night they ran for 334 yards, six touchdowns. Tom Massey ran for four. Uh, and I think they've got a little bit of that confidence back now. And, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I think that's any, anybody's game. And I'm going to be keeping my eye out a lot on that Rogers Catholic game because the out, outcome of that game is going to determine how many teams are in the class 6A uh, alignment next year. Correct. 
Correct. Because if Catholic loses, then they will drop down. They yes. will. They will. They will, go they will not get any points this year, and they'll drop down. And from what I understand, the ten. You know, there's going to be a ten-team conference and a nine-team conference. Yes. And from what I understand, the ten-team conference is, is going to be the one with Greenwood and Van Buren in it, which means one non-conference one game. One non-conference game. Yeah, one non-conference game. Who will move so up? So we to will 7A? know that after. Well, Jonesboro moves to seven A. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, Little Rock Christian moves up from 5A. Pulaski Academy will move up from 5A. And then Catholic moves down from yeah. 7A. So 6A gets three new teams. that they, They'll they go from 16 to 19 teams. To 19, and yeah. then, uh, which means that Northside will stay in the Central and Southside will stay in the West yeah. because there I will only that. be a 16. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think there was hope in Fort Smith. You know, they looked at it and said, oh, great. With Catholic, that makes 17, and we can go 9 and 8. Right. but Well, that's not going to happen. Nope. Unless, of course, Catholic pulls off, and I think it would be a huge uh, upset in the first round on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so Leland, let, let, yeah. Me, let me give props to Leland. On this show last week, we were discussing Bryant, the three-time defending state champion in Conway, and Leland said, oh, I think uh, Conway can win that. And it was, oh, man, Conway ain't going to win that game. And they almost did. They so almost props did. to Leland. That's why we have him on his That's right. show. That's right. He, bring, he brings intelligence he, he brings <laughs> intelligence to the show. Ricky, that bar ain't that high. Ain't you don't that have to be high. that smart. <laughs> well, no, especially when almost yeah. gets you accolades. There you go. There you go. Well, how about let's take a look at 5A, uh, Leland, in farming. Uh, earned the number three seed in the 5A West. Uh, so props there to J.R. Eldridge, who also got his 100th career win um, last week, first-year coach over at Farmington. So props to him, and they are going to play Whitehall. Now, Whitehall is favored in this game, but, Rick, I believe Harrison was favored over Farmington, too, in the conference opener. What happened in that game? Well, that's, hey, Farmington went up there and, and won that yes, game. Yes, they did. But, you know, Whitehall, uh, kind of impressed with them. I've I, uh, ask some people about them. Uh, they've shut out five opponents. They have. Five opponents. They're kind of real tough. You know, Whitehall down there just outside of Pine Bluff, and they play that uh, kind of smash-mouth football. And J.R., I talked to him this morning, you know, and they got to travel down there, which yep. is always, Pine you, Bluff, know, yep. you know, yeah, down there in that Pine Bluff area. When you get off the bus, you better be ready to go down there. Yep. So that's almost a pick em game. But I can't remember uh, what J.R. the record is in the playoffs. It was, it was astronomical. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I can't remember the exact number. But uh, uh, that, that, that's one of the better first-round games, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And I, it's, I don't know that if, it's, if it's the 5A game of the week, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's going to be a great game. We can uh, call it that. Yep, yep. Um, and, so well, I, and, I, and I guarantee you, Farmington would much rather travel to Whitehall then finish as the fourth seed and have to go to Pulaski Academy in the first Ooh, round. You are correct. Like Harrison does. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. But one thing about it, though, Leland, Harrison's no no, no uh, stranger to play in Pulaski Academy. They've played them a few times in the All last the couple time. of years. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. I bet you they don't have to work on recovering onside kicks quite as much as most other yeah. teams do. Yeah, they're kind of ready for that. So, But what, uh, what a great job that J – like we knew he would do. Uh, J.R. Elders comes into Farmington and, and – uh, 
uh, what'd they go, eight and two? Eight and two with the sophomore quarterback, yeah. uh, Van Zant, who is one of our players of the week. Six touchdown passes against uh, Alma. I thought, man, you're in this league and you're starting a sophomore quarterback. That kid's done a great job. Yes. He's gotten better and better. They got Elsick. They got some really good linebackers. So uh, I look forward to seeing how they do uh, the Farmington Cardinals in playoffs. But he still can't beat his sister in basketball, though. No, no. no. That, that's a given. <laughs> I think he'll admit it. There you go. Uh, looking at class four A, Leland is any is anybody gonna is anybody gonna threaten Shiloh Christian at all? Is anybody gonna give them a game? You think? Well, I, I don't know. It's uh, they they may be the second biggest favorite in all of the classifications yeah. behind Pulaski Academy. Yeah. Um, now now I've always said that four A usually is the most wide open. Yep. Uh, you know Robinson's good, Warren's good. Obviously they're on the other side of the bracket. So we could very well see one of those two teams playing Shiloh Christian, but I guarantee you, Coach Conaway is not looking ahead five no, weeks no, from now. No, they're not. They're not. They've <laughs> done. I tell you what, and they've done a really good job this year of putting last year behind them. And uh, you know, they've said all season long, this is a new season. Last year's <clears> history. We we we've put it in the past, and we're focusing on now. They've done a good job with that. Um, and and now they're ready. You know, they're ready to make another deep playoff run. I'm I'm going to be over there Friday night to cover that game. Um, and I'll get a chance to see the Saints uh, for the second time this season. I saw them play Elkins, um, but uh, man, they are just a juggernaut. So you well, be- I think too, probably the fact that they're moving up next year has kind of helped keep the focus on this year. I think it has too. I think it. Has. I know we've look, We're looking ahead to next year. We should. You know, we we try to keep it put back, but it's it's hard not to. I, you know, I'm sorry. I've been excited ever since I've. You know. Figured out that Prairie Grove and, and Shiloh are both going to come up to 5A. Um, I love 5A football, and and uh, it kind of is the 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 middle child of, of Arkansas football, so to speak. But uh, but I like 5A, and and when you bring Shiloh up and Prairie Grove and put them in the 5A, I think mm-hmm. it's going to make the 5A uh, it more uh, competitively balanced. You know, you take PA out, and you take Little Rock Christian out. That's two supreme programs. What that's going to do is it's going to make the 5A really competitive top to bottom, I think. Well, and I love the 5A because it is the most pure of all the classifications. Yes, yes. Uh, because there's four conferences. Yep. The top half of each go. There's no first-round buys, nope. and it's ones versus fours, two versus threes. And, you know, it's, it's, you got to finish in the top half of yep. the conference. Let's get the it on, baby. There, let's, let's get it on. Yeah, there's no sneaking <laughs> in at fifth seed nope, or sixth nope, seed nope. or any of that. Nope. Let's get it on. We rolled it out there and let's get it on. Um, looking at 3A, I tell you what, Leland, I, you know, I, I know there's, you know, Prescott, McGee, they're both very good. Harding Academy, always good. But I think Boonville Charleston can be, can be around for a long time in the playoffs. I really do. I do too. Um, of course, Charleston, you know, 10 and 0. I think I, I, um, the their eleventh perfect regular season since the uh, in the modern playoff era, which wow. began in nineteen sixty eight. So obviously, you know, a, a perfect season for them, uh, and and they were very good throughout that, very yes. consistent. Yes. Friday night they had another two hundred two hundred game, rushed for over two hundred, threw for over two hundred, which is great balance. You know, they've got a tough draw. Harding Academy could be going to Charleston. Uh, good, luck, good, luck to, good luck to Harding Academy on that because yeah. it's tough to win an alumni field. Yeah, and that's where, you know, last year Boonville had to go to a car, Harding Academy. Well, this year Harding Academy will have to travel over here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's one thing I love about 
<clears throat> excuse me, three A, is that <clears throat> man, you got to travel. If if you win a pr- playoff game on the road in three A, I guess four A too. I'm looking at like Lincoln. Our friends at Lincoln got traveled to Newport. That's way over on the side. This Walnut Ridge got to go down way down to McGee. Oh. So if you win a playoff game in three A, you come home on that bus and you won a game, you've accomplished something. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, and you're partying all the way home. You, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna make that yellow, yellow dog gonna be rocking, and it's a one, one lane of traffic or whatever, two lanes. Man, you still gonna be jacked up on pancakes yeah. when you get off that bus right there. Exactly, exactly. That's a thrill right there. Well, I tell you what, Leland, we're gonna we're gonna uh, end our show here pretty quickly. But this this it's just uh, this is our time of the year. It's you know this is what uh, uh, you know what, Ricky. We started and it, it was hot in uh, in two days, and we've worked hard, and and uh, we deserve our limelight too right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I love the playoffs, and uh, this is going to be a what, Leland? It's a five-week run, right? For the for the seven A's, it's a four A four-week run for the for the uh, seven A six A's. But for the other classifications, um, you know, it's one week longer. And uh, nothing beats playing at War Memorial in December, and uh, you know, getting that big trophy that's made out of a an entire oak tree, I think, or whatever. It's you know, nothing like that. Well, and you you know you talked about December a tiny bit, but you know there's so much that goes into making it a November to remember. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, and and down here we've got Cedarville's that that is hosting a playoff game for the first time since '99. Yep. You've got Paris. Um, Leland, did I also see this right? Cedarville's first eight-win season ever. Uh, Can't be I ever, think it tied. Right? I think it tied '99. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what Coach. Uh, Oh, yeah, Max. Uh, Max. Okay, okay. Uh, and Kadich, uh, Daryl Kadich, the running back, Cedarville, had 331 yards Friday night. 331. Man. And yeah. so far, as far as I know, no one's no one's set, has offered him anything. And whoever's not offered him, you you missing out on a you missing out on a baller. That's the same thing. Uh, I think he got one this week. Did he? Okay, oh, good, 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 good. Because that that kid can flat play, and you know what? He could play probably play basketball at the next level if if that's what he wants to do. But I know he wants to be a college football player, and whoever signs him is getting not not a good football player. They're getting a great dude. Yep, they're getting a great dude. Sometimes you got to look more Absolutely. than you know how much how fast you run backwards and and the shuttle and all that. Man, if you put up them numbers in high school, it, that deserves a look right. I don't care. What classification? I remember a kid down there at uh, Strong, Arkansas, that uh, uh, set the record at Louisiana Tech, Russian record, yes, and sir. played four, five, six years in the NFL. Yes, sir. So if you're they're they're players all over all classifications. And I tell you what, uh, uh, Kenneth Dixon. Yep, yep, yep Kenneth Dixon. Dixon. We can't we can't end today's show without giving the Fayetteville Bulldogs their props. They won their first outright conference championship since 1963. Yep. Last week they got it done with a big win against Springdale Harbor. Uh, Rick, I said this before the season started. If they will be the most improved team in 7A, um, I think they are. Based, you know, eight, they went eight and two. Their two losses were both close losses. Uh, one of them to an Oklahoma powerhouse. Um, and uh, I tell you what, Bladen Fike, you talk about a kid who put, uh, you know, some adversity, used adversity to his advantage. Uh, man, I mean, I mean, he he has had an outstanding season. Uh, Leland, did I I think right three. 3,000 passing, close to 3,000 passing. Is that right? Close to 3,000, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you going to end the show with uh, the Boston song? <laughs> I should. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it's been such a long it's time. It's a long time. Long time. Yeah. Oh, I love That's, that, that song. That would be great. If we didn't violate copyright laws, we, we could certainly play I like that. More Than a Feeling <laughs> yeah. by Boston. Uh, 
But uh, but anyway, what a great season for Casey Dick and the Fayetteville Bulldogs. And uh, but now that you put that eight and two record, great conference championship, great. Now it's playoff time, and let's let's uh, let's make some noise in the playoffs. Uh, I didn't say Fayetteville was going to win a state championship, Ricky. I also didn't say they won't. Oh. Boy, that's, that's not saying anything. All right. I'm saying it's out there for them. It's okay. out there for them. And, and if uh, it happens, you're taking credit for it? You bet. Absolutely, I will. Uh, okay. Absolutely. You heard it here first. I didn't say anything, but you heard it here first. All right. <laughs> so, Leland, we're going to go ahead and end today's show. Um, and, you know, looking forward to uh, coverage of, uh, of your game of the week down the River Valley this week. Um, again, if you uh, uh, check out the uh, Leland's River Valley Report every Thursday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, as well as his River Valley show that uh, is in the digital edition, you get the link to that in the digital edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Um, Leland always does a great job down there, and we will be all over the high school football playoffs from here until December. You lose your crew. That's right. Absolutely. So for Rick Fires and Leland Barclay down in the River Valley, I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for joining us on Prep Rally, the podcast. We'll catch you next week. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.